Hello, and welcome to Steeped in Mystery. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jenna. Welcome back. Ooh, Jenna, I'm excited. It's yet another one where you're taking the lead and I'm going in blind. I can't believe you're going in blind on this one. I... I was a little surprised. I've... I feel like I've heard the term, but I guess I never connected it to, like, the little bit of what you were talking about. Sure, sure. Okay. But, like, it's just one of those things where you hear the word and you're like, yeah, yeah. And it just, like, fades. somewhere, Somewhere in my memory, I remember <laughs> something maybe about that. Some At some point, maybe. Yes. That, some point, maybe. That has to do with the mitochondria, right? <laughs> like, like, the DNA. Yeah. <laughs> this algebra. <laughs> uh, so before we get in, we are drinking today an orange cinnamon roll tea. Yeah, it's from like the tea drop stuff. So it comes as like loose leaf tea packed into like a little block. Yeah, which is a new concept for me. I have not seen tea done Done that way i like it a lot i i feel like it does really well that's a nice flavor Mm -hmm. i really like that and and today's episode i've decided we're gonna call it earth chakra tea dun 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 i love it and i'm gonna tell you why because today we're talking about ley lines yay and what are ley lines do you say I do say because <laughs> because you can because you're like uh so so, so if I may mm-hmm. my assumption and I don't know if any of our viewers are on this page my assumption when you said ley lines I thought ley lines were like points on the earth where you could draw a line and certain uh cool structures all landed on that line but I didn't know anything besides that. Like, I was just like, oh, it's just you okay. could draw a line on a map and that's what you'd get. Okay. Well, hopefully I'm going to hit you with some surprises then. All right. Because it is kind of, that is the 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 gist. But let's, let's get into some definitions. So yes. I actually had to look up definitions. Well, I wanted to look up definitions because um, I wanted a precise way of introducing this topic. Ooh. So, um, definitions for ley line are an imaginary line between some important places such as hills, uh, believed to be where there were very old paths. Oh. So ley lines are sometimes thought to have special powers. And that is from Cambridge.org. Wow. Mm-hmm. Uh, second definition, lay. L-E-Y actually means meadow. So a meadow line um, is a supposed alignment of ancient sacred sites, such as megalithic structures, along straight lines of mystical power. Oh. And that's from Wiktionary. I know. I love that. There's going to be a few. Uh, Third definition, any various imaginary lines which certain ancient man-made structures are thought by some to be aligned okay and that's your dictionary.com it's not my dictionary i know <laughs> these are these are so odd to me the, the the definitions it's like they're similar but then they're like not very different yeah in a way. very different so uh lay line as in l-e-y l-i L-E-I, the supposed straight, supposed straight line of a prehistoric track, usually between hilltops. 
And that's from Oxford, Concise Oxford Dictionary. It doesn't feel concise. Uh, that feels very yeah, wishy-washy no, It to does, me. right? <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, some think... Now, this isn't a, isn't a dictionary description. We're, we're going to go into other descriptions now. Some think they are the Earth's energy centers. Oh. Like Mother Earth's chakras. Ah. In the form of subtle energy lines. So straight lines. And when the lines intersect, the energy is therefore increased. Oh. So when you have cross sections and other things going on. Oh, yeah. okay. I can get that. Like a circuit board. Energy. If you have two crossing mm-hmm. power circuits, wherever they meet, there's going to be a surge. Mm-hmm. Okay. So this is the part that I didn't know. I thought ley lines had been around for like centuries. That would make sense given that. Yeah. You know, all these structures, right? Well, let's just say ley lines in and of themselves have probably been around since the earth was formed, if you choose to believe in ley lines. Okay. Or there's the theory of ley lines that was created by Alfred Watkins in 1921. What? Yes. That's so recent. Yes. That's just barely 100 years old. That's. Yeah. That's insane. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Okay. So he was an amateur archaeologist and traveled around Europe exploring the landscapes, exploring ruins, and investigating early settlers. So he was British. He's like, I'm just going to globetrot. And just check out. And just check out all these ancient things. So really just amateur. He, he didn't study any of it formally. He just liked to travel. Fair enough. So while visiting a Roman camp under investigation, so active archaeologists were there, he noticed something. That other ancient monuments, churches, monoliths, forts, and other structures seem to be placed in relation to one another, meaning a higher level of planning. Oh, So that's how he looked at it, is that why are these, you know, why are they all in alignment? Well, there has to be a reason. Yeah. Yeah. It can't be coincidental when this many important sites line up. Yes. Yes. But he also saw there were footpaths between these structures that were straight. And these footpaths had been used for centuries. Huh. So he hypothesized maybe the reason why these structures are all built in a line is for like an early navigation system. Oh, that would make like sense. Like it's easy to get from point A to point B if it's a straight line. Well, yeah. And something yeah. like a megalithic structure would make for right? a great waypoint in traveling. Like, oh, when you reach mm-hmm. the pyramids, turn left. Right. Or how, right. Yeah. How, how much easier does it get than that? Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, I can totally relate to this because when I first moved out here into the middle of nowhere, people would be like, well, you know where Smith's Farm is? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. Well, you go to Smith's Farm and then you turn left and you go down the road until you get to Johnson's Farm and then you turn right. And I'm like, 
I don't know where the Smiths live or the Johnsons live. So you got to give me addresses. Big tree, barn. Right. Church. Something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. So um, again, um, Alfred Watkins, um, he noticed them first in Great Britain, and then he further theorized that the paths or lines were aligned with the sunrise and sunset during solstices. So he further saw a connection with the lines. Again, this could be a form of navigation. Following the sun does make certain things easier, I'd argue. Right. But still really coincidental in a lot of ways. But he actually based this part of his theory on the work of an astronomer named Norman Lockyer, who studied monuments across Europe and even Stonehenge. And so he noticed all those, you know, solstice alignments and constellation alignments. And so Watkins took it one step further and was like, well, all these other megalithic structures or sometimes they're even um, natural, natural forming naturally forming geological features. Like the Big Buttes. Yes. Okay. Yes, like the Big Buttes where we live. Okay. So um, one of the ways he described the um, ley lines, so he, in his writing, I think saw something higher level, higher power possibly. So he described them as glowing wires all over the surface of the earth in which churches, standing stones, crossroads, burial mounds, moats, beacon hills, holy wells, and old stone crosses appear to fall in perfect alignment. Like perfect alignment. We're not talking about just like willy-nilly zigzag we're talking about a straight linear line right right it's Mm -hmm. interesting to me that crossroads is added to that list because crossroads have been known as a place of power and convergence for a long time yep crossroads are actually associated with something more nefarious too Mm -hmm. crossroads are where you meet the devil oh yeah yeah that's where you gotta make your deal (laughs) Exactly. So Watkins actually published a book in 1925 on this subject, and it was called The Old Straight Track. Okay. So he he was fascinated enough by it that he was like, I'm going to write a book about this. All right. Yeah. But it wasn't until World War II that the potential of the ley lines as a mystical or holding natural energy was even talked about. Oh, okay. So not till like 20 years later. So Watkins never necessarily talked about them as energy or, again, mystical or having powers or anything like that. He just literally thought it was not coincidence, but interesting that these lines were connecting certain structures yeah it, it is even if yeah. you don't see it as intentional 
and they just happen to coincide that way. It's interesting. It's crazy. It is. And 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 it's one of those things that you I mean, my mind would go to, okay, well, logically, it's a it's a way to get from point A to point B and these people just felt like putting everything on the same natural line makes it easier to navigate and find things, which is I mean, could very well be it's especially when things were built in a time where using the stars was a form of getting around. So them matching up with oh sure astro astronomical events would yeah would in, intertwine with that yes in a way. yeah absolutely. Um, some other people have attributed the ley lines with a sacred significance or mystical power. Yeah, they. Be- became known as lines of power. Oh. The paths of some form of spiritual, the paths of some form a spiritual force or energy accessible to our ancestors, but now lost to a narrow-minded 20th century thought. Yeah. So, I mean, that's another possibility. I mean, that, yeah, there was something otherworldly associated with the lines. And so, but over time, that knowledge has been lost. Yeah, we've lost a lot of knowledge from back then. This is this is the other one that I, I actually could get on board with. But they speculate that the lines could be magnetic currents flowing across the earth that's still a point of energy convergence if you ask yes. me it's just a more scientific way of putting it correct yeah i'd agree with that i would definitely agree with that i i think a lot of people think that the two mysticism and science are very separate and I, i'd like to discuss that at some point in an episode but i truly through my life as i've studied both find that they coincide so completely that you can't say there's one without the other I would agree. Yeah. There I think that there's there's reasonable evidence to show that they're intertwined. Yeah, and and sure it could be that the mystical side of it is that it's science we haven't unraveled or gained mm-hmm. enough evidence on yet. Sure. But they still both coincide and we find that things from our past that we thought were magic are now science now. Right. It just is. Right. Um, so what kind of episode would it be with me leading if I didn't mention aliens? Oh, of course. <laughs> so some have speculated that these are pathways for alien spacecraft to follow across the Earth. Well, they need some. <laughs> and all I can think of is... Boy, if they're traveling from light years away in their little teeny, you know, gold, <laughs> like, I, you know, silver disc, why would they need to follow energy lines around our Earth to navigate? They pass another spaceship and they're just like, I still can't find the way over to England. Okay, where are you? I, I'm around Egypt somewhere. I can see the pyramids from here. Okay, go to the pyramids. All right. Now, you know, the one side faces north. Yeah. Okay, go from there. Go yep. straight ahead. Yep. <laughs> You'll run right into Big Ben. Yeah, you'll run run right into it. Straight into it. You'll you'll hit it, I swear. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love the idea of aliens asking for directions. 
So, okay, I'm, I'm going to like slide off topic okay. just really quick because me and my husband actually had this conversation like two nights ago oh. when we were watching, um, I think a documentary on aliens and, and uh, alien spacecraft. And all I could think of is what, what if these UFO sightings that we're seeing um, are, are the teenage teenage aliens stealing the aircraft out of their parents you know landing landing zone oh yeah and being like hey jim let's go mess with the humans for a while (laughs) all right bob let's go do it hey look there's one down there watch this i'm gonna levitate a cow and we're gonna freak him out here just just hold my space beer (laughs) Hey, what if we just left something up that guy's butt? <laughs> Don't you think your mother would, would freak out if she found out, Bob? Nah, she'll never find out, Jim. All right, let's probe him. Yep, exactly. I just think they're teenage aliens just being teenage assholes. I love that. All, all, the, all the stuff on the ground is graffiti. All yep. <laughs> Watch me levitate this cow. Poor cows. <sighs> Always picked on. Freaking cows. Okay. All right. Back. All right. Back to the story. <laughs> back to the so, rem- so anyway, those, mystery for today. Those, those children hicks have these lines to follow, so they can so they can keep track of where they are when they're half drunk across the universe. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Okay. Europeans aren't the only ones who have a concept of magical energies and lines of energy. Okay. The Chinese actually have a concept called Long Mai, or energy lines. Oh. But Long Mai can also be interpreted as dragon paths, <gasps> which makes it sound so much cooler. Oh, I love that. Isn't that awesome? What? Oh, dude. Oh, I'd go off on a tangent about dragons. Yeah. Let's follow some <laughs> dragon paths. Let's do it. I w- totally. I'm down for that. So, um, the British Isles, uh, many people in the 1800s or even earlier believed in fairy paths. Yeah. Or trails. Yeah. And so they, they even went so far as to, you couldn't travel on a fairy path on certain days, or you could end up being kidnapped by a fairy or tormented by fairies or, or other things. I love that. Isn't that cool? Fairy paths. I love fairy paths. I'd like to find me a fairy path. <laughs> so South American shamans Ooh. referred to them as spirit lines. Okay. So they, they have interconnected webs down there in a way too. So I think this just, in, in this last one, it came as no surprise to me to be honest. Australian aboriginals. Oh, yeah. Call them dream lines. Oh. Yeah. Or do they follow them on their walkabouts? Possibly. I would think so. I didn't read too much into that. But the thing that, that made sense to me is because the aboriginals are so connected to the earth. I wonder if any of the Native American tribes have some concept similar so what i read um the hopi and one other 
Native American group actually have a lot of connectivity with sacred geometry. Oh, okay. And in a way, I think you can start to tie ley lines into sacred geometry. Yeah. And we'll we'll have to do sacred geometry on like a whole nother episode because it's like a whole nother thing. Oh, it's a massive web. Right. Yeah. But like the Hopi that do the hoop dances. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They consider that a display of sacred geometry. Oh, I never right? thought about it that way. I didn't either. That's kind of cool. It is really cool. Because of the patterns and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to look at that in a totally different light. Right? I love that. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little bit of a math nerd. Just a little bit. Well, I'm going <laughs> to... Uh, hopefully, I'm going to lay a little bit of math on you. Well, this is math. This is really math. is math. So, the mystery deepens when you hear what monuments are on ley lines. Okay. Great Pyramids of Giza. Obviously. Chichen Itza. Oh. So Chichen Itza, I think, I I want to say it's in Peru, but it actually might be in Belize. So I'm just I, going to... I thought Peru for sure, but yeah, it's always better to double check, right? I'm going to double check that really quick because I don't want to say something that's... Out of line. <laughs> Out of a ley line? <laughs> oh, no. I apologize. Chichen Itza is in Yucatan, Mexico. Oh, I knew it was in some yep. sort of Latin country of sorts. Yep. What's I'm, in Peru? I'm, I'm wondering. Well, we know that in Peru are the um, the glyphs, the big oh, giant glyphs okay. you can see from the sky. And the one I'm, I, the one I think I'm thinking of that's in... Belize, let me, I think it's Machu Picchu that I'm Machu thinking of. Machu Picchu, yeah. Maybe I was confusing or conflating the two. Oh, no, Machu Picchu's in Peru. There we go. <laughs> I was just uh, doing... It's better to check myself. I was doing a little brain swap. <laughs> yeah, swip swapping. But yeah. Machu, so Machu Picchu's in Peru and, and uh, Chichen Itza is in Mexico. See, this is why we need those monuments. Even uh, those yep. of us who live on Earth aren't really sure where anything is. <laughs> yes, exactly. And some of these, it's no surprise that they're on a ley line, if you ask me. Like yeah. Stonehenge. No. Ley line. Obviously. Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat. Angkor Wat is on a ley line. What is Angkor Wat? I don't know. You if will I... know when you see it. I will. Okay. If I can spell it right and get it into... Into the Googles. Into the Googles. So I'll praise the Angkor, Angkor Wat is a uh, Buddhist temple in Cambodia. Oh, okay. Angkor Wat. Oop. Oop, oop, oop. Okay, my bad. So that's Angkor Wat. <gasps> oh, okay. The big temples. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now it's clicking as soon as I saw the architecture. Yeah. Yeah. And and I don't know much about Angkor Wat either, but from what I understand, they're not even sure when it was built. I would love to do a deep dive on some of those. We should do a deep obscure... dive on some of these really strange. Yeah. Yeah. For real. Pl plenty of time. We're going to keep talking oh, until yeah. there's nothing left to talk about. <laughs> Which would be like never. <laughs> exactly it'd be never it could be never 
Yeah. I got all the time in the world. What about you? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. Okay. So one of, this is where I'm going to start to blow your mind, hopefully. Okay. One of the most famous lines is the Michael line. Okay. I know. Just <laughs> coincidental. It's the same name as my husband. The Michael line. The Michael line. It connects various points from the southern tip of Ireland all the way to Israel. Oh, okay. It connects seven different sites or landforms that bear the name Michael in some form. Oh. Yes. That's That adds to the peculiarity for me. Right? Like why Michael, I wouldn't think, is a... Well, I guess it was kind of an ancient name in some sense. If you think like Archangel Michael and... Mm-hmm. Still, like that is still. Yeah. So so what seven places are we talking here? So the seven places that we're talking. Seven is also an interesting number because seven has a lot of meaning if you're talking sacred numerology. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't even think about it from that perspective. Seven in numerology is considered to be tied to like heaven and holiness and power and light. So the fact that it's seven is very interesting to me. So I am showing you a picture. Okay, that is a straight line. That is a straight line. You can't get any straighter than that. uh, No, no. So the first place is Skellig Michael. Okay, and that's the one on the tip of Ireland. It's in Ireland, and it's a twin pinnacled crag. Like just off the coast. Oh, okay. So it's a it's a geological formation that just stands out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The second one is Saint Michael Mount, and that's in Great Britain. Yeah. And it's a tidal island. Oh. So when the tides are down, you can actually walk to it. But when the tides oh. are up, it's an island. Oh. Yeah. I love that. Right. The third one is Mont Saint Michel in France. It is also a tidal island. Two of them? Yes. Ooh. Isn't that cool? I love tidal islands. I had to look up what they were. I couldn't just be satisfied with them all being named Michael. I had to look up what they were because I needed to know. Uh, Same. (laughs) So number four is Sacra di San Michel, and it is in Italy, and it is St. Michael's Abbey. Oh, so it's an abbey. Yeah. Where um, abbeys are mostly where. So I I don't I don't want to speak out of turn again, but I think abbeys are nuns. Monasteries are monks. Yes, that's my understanding of it is an abbey is sort of a place where the nuns do their studying and. Yeah. And do their good works and whatnot. Yeah. Sort of their home in an area. Right. So number five is Santano di San Michel. Okay. And that's in Italy as well. And it is the sanctuary of St. Michael. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Number six is Santo Monasterio di Taxici Michel. That's a long name. That is a long name and a mouthful. Um. It is a monastery dedicated to Archangel Michael, and it's in Greece. Interesting to have a monastery for St. Michael in Greece, in my opinion. Yep. 
Greece, I wouldn't think that, well, I don't know. I I never really thought of Greece as Catholic, but Well, I know a lot of a a lot of I don't know if it was Catholicism or Christianity started to reach them around the time of Constantine. So mm. it it's very possible it started around that so time. So it could track. Yeah, it could okay. track. It's just peculiar in a lot of ways. Right? Yeah. Well, this last one is the peculiar one for me because it's the Mon Monastero Stella Maria del Monte Carmelo, and it's in, in Israel, and it's a Catholic monastery. Now, I didn't really see how that was tied into Michael, but right. I think that there is, obviously, I didn't dive deep into what the connection to Michael was on that one. Right. Because I thought, you know what? It's just enough that they all line up in a straight, It's straight a really straight line. line. <laughs> that is like... I, and, you know, people will probably always be speculative of confirming anything like that. But it's mm-hmm. very easy for the average Joe to plot a straight path on Google Earth these days. Oh, yeah. So if you're even, like, slightly doubtful, it's not that hard to get on and draw the line yourself between right. any two locations. Yep. So. Mm, okay. S- so now... We're going to move on to what they called the pyramid ley line. Hmm, the one with Giza on it. No. What? Other pyramids. Are we talking like Latin pyramids or We're talking We're talking 20th century postmodern pyramids. We talking the best pro shop in Texas pyramids. <laughs> I, I guess for lack of a better for lack of a better terminology. But there, there is a ley line that was discovered in 2019 Oh, by Richard D. Dominici. Okay. That has three late, late 20th century postmodernist glass pyramids built on them in the UK. Oh, I would assume in America. In nope. the UK? Uh, okay, so the Louvre, obviously, right? Right. Okay. Well, no. No. In, in Britain. Oh. So almost in, an, in in a straight line. Okay. So there's the Manchester Pyramid. So there's the Stockport. Okay. The Milton Keynes and the Waterford Pyramids. And those were the architects, I believe. And it, was for, and it goes from Manchester to London. And that's literally from one side of the country Kind of to the other. Yeah. It's interesting to me because they're Mm -hmm. set up a little bit in the way that the pyramids in Egypt are. And the fact that there's one distinctly separate and the other two a little closer to each other. It's also interesting. I didn't know there were glass pyramids. Those are the postmodernist glass pyramids. Those are the three pyramids that we're talking about. Why does the one look like it could be a McDonald's? I don't know because I think it... I think it's like a bank. It, could, it, it looks, looks like, like a bank, it right? Like it to me, that's, a... that's the first thing I thought of. Is I was like, that's a bank. I uh, see. I would have. I would have assumed the Louvre right away when you said glass pyramid. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. He went further out, and he did find the Louvre. that the glass pyramid at the Louvre yes. was on the exact same line. That's kind of crazy because you could in the UK it'd be easy to plan to stick three in a line, but across 
there would have been no communication. Look, look at that. That is look at that. Perfect. That is uncanny. Yeah. Yeah. That is uncanny. Like, how can you? I like. I don't even. Like, I don't even know. See, now I want to get out a map know. though and see if the Texas Bass Pro Shop pyramid and the Las Vegas Glass Pyramid line. <laughs> well, the thing is, is that Richard D. Dominici, since he posted this, and he has his own website. Oh, okay. And um, since he posted this, other people have sent in other modern pyramid structures. Oh. That he, some of them do fall on this line, he said, or very near to the line. And then some are completely like. Just out there. Yeah, random out there. But there is another one that's almost, almost in line with these, these ones. And it's in, um. Let me just look really quick so I don't like share news that's out of turn. The other one is actually in Iceland. Oh. Yeah. That's intriguing. Right? And yeah. Again, another place I wouldn't have considered them to have a pyramid structure. There's uh, there's become a lot more period pyramid structures. In today's world, I right? think. It's, yeah. It's it's almost like the new architectural <laughs> go-to. I When they put that pyramid at the Louvre, I was like, you guys, come on. Come on. Do something original. <laughs> I liked it, but I was the kid who grew up uh, with, oh, what's that one movie? It, it was like it. Felt like National Treasure type movie. It might have been National Treasure. Yeah. <laughs> I love stuff like that where it's weird okay. and mysterious and feels ancient. <laughs> so there are also... So here's the thing that I noticed in researching this. Okay. Is that it's really hard to get on Google Earth and like draw a straight line and see what lies. Really? I've had... Because it. when you think about it, your map is... A linear map, a flat map, is completely different than a globe globe right. map. But Google Earth has tools that are pretty useful for drawing paths. Maybe for the, maybe for the tech savvy peeps out there. But for me, I'm going. Okay. So you had a hard difficult. time with it. Yes. Okay. Fair. Yes. Enough. Yes. But I've also learned that some people characterize the ley lines on a grid pattern. Okay. Or Again, in geometric shapes, like triangles, spheres, shapes that you would find in sacred geometry. So there is um, a person that connected some of these lines in the Americas. Okay. And... He calls it, so he he says that there are ley lines within this formation, but he calls it the Pilot Mountain Wheel. Pilot Mountain Wheel. Yes. Okay. But there's the Arcadian ley line and the Serpent ley line that kind of intersect. Through the wheel. Through the wheel at a perfect cross. Oh. Okay. So this... Geometric formation involves the states of West Virginia, 
Okay. Virginia, Kentucky, Tennessee, a smidge of Georgia, <laughs> North Carolina, and South Carolina. Oh, okay. So we're talking about a big... Yeah, that's that's quite a lot of area to cover. Right. So I'm going to I'm going to show you the picture. Oh, okay. So you see how the two ley lines yeah, cross that circle, that wheel uh, completely perfectly. Yeah. Yeah. So um now the wheel part of it connects Washington DC, the Great Dismal Swamp, which actually has a lot of history in it from early American. Right. You know, getting lost in the dismal swamp as you're trying to navigate, you know, North Carolina or oh, Virginia. Gosh. Yeah. Um, Cape Fear. Oh. Which is another point that's... Difficult to navigate. Difficult to navigate, but it's it's got so much history behind it. Okay. Um, the Stone Mountain. Oh, okay. St- Standstone, which I didn't investigate any of these places specifically. I just wrote them down, so you might want to go investigate them. The Serpent Mound. Serpent Mound. Mm-hmm. I think I've heard of that one. And actually, that looks like that falls just outside of Kentucky in Ohio. Yeah. So there's another... Another state. state added to mm-hmm. it. Another state added to it. Moundsville is in that circle. And then the dead center is Pilot Mountain. So in the dead center of this circle is an is a mountain. Okay. So, um, and you saw in the picture, there's actually, um, he goes so far as to do like a pyramid grid down by the Bahamas. Yeah. And a lot of these things connect on lines on different levels, like Cape Fear and Washington, D.C. Right through them. Yep. Yeah. Right through them. So I thought this one was fascinating because not only did it have the ley lines, but it had the circular yeah. geometric formation in there to, to look at. I agree. I think that's yeah. a really fascinating yeah. way of handling it. So um, if you draw a straight line from Mecca to the obelisk in St. Peter's Square at the Vatican, it passes through the exact center of the Great Pyramid in Egypt. Really? Yeah. When you think about it, that connects three major religions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, granted, you know, we, we don't worship pharaohs anymore, but uh, I, uh, Mecca and the Vatican? The, the, Come the, on. The pyramids weren't for worshiping the Egyptians. They were, or the pharaohs. They were for making sure the pharaohs got to go to the worshipped people. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so. <laughs> but that, that one blew my mind. Oh my gosh. That one blew my mind. Yeah. So Einstein once said, coincidence is God's way of remaining anonymous. So um, this episode would tie into sacred geometry like so, so well. well. So well. So, so well. It's, it, a lot of this is interesting to me because I, I know that like a lot of these 
specific points that we're talking about too that you've mm-hmm. mentioned are on these ley lines are are points of of a lot of mystery and mysticism and right occult type feeling events yes so it's it's more than just coincidental structures it's the things that happen at those specific locations to me right right like so there's a there's a lot of people so when when you talk about the the argument against ley lines yeah there's a lot of people that have said uh this is the reasons why ley lines are are mystical and imaginary lines because somebody actually like drew a line through <laughs> drew a line through pizza parlors in Great Britain and they're like this is the pizza ley line see <laughs> if you draw straight lines you can you know they can run into anything and granted on a sphere if you draw a line from one point to any point you're bound to hit other things yes to me it's the significance of what is on those lines correct like the lines themselves right you could draw a line between any couple of things and, exactly and i think there's somewhere where there's like a a pizza or a oh it's like waffle house in some place here in the united <laughs> states and it, they, there's five waffle houses that like right? form a pentagram yeah and people have you know made jokes about them summoning something or whatnot yeah so yeah there's obviously that but the significance of a waffle house over the significance of the mecca the great pyramids and the vatican laying on a straight line there's a vast difference in the importance of the line we're paying attention to exactly so if you google ley lines i mean you can get like maps that that look like i'm going to show you this one this is a map off of pinterest but basically they take a certain point right and then draw their line from that point yeah and so in this map it's like a map of the united states and so they took major cities or major points and then drew lines out from those and so ley lines that you know some the way some people look at them is that they don't they don't have to follow like latitude longitude they don't have to follow any rhyme or reason it literally is just a line but what lies within Um, that line determines the importance of it you know what i'd be interested to see because um i like i like sort of visualizing stuff from different perspectives Mm -hmm. where we're working on a spherical plane that is the earth i would love to get like a almost a glass sphere but maybe you know plastic would probably be more practical for what i'd want to do with it Mm -hmm. with a map of the world on it right yeah the best properly geographed map i could with important places start all over it and take long pins and stick them through those points and see how the lines on the inside of the sphere sphere oh and see what sort of shapes or occurrences happen interesting yeah yeah that would be interesting because if we're talking about energy surging through the earth it's not just gonna crawl across the surface it would be going going through the earth you're right so i would be interested to see it done on a model that's spherical with pins sticking through and see what lines we get intersect yeah on the inside of the earth that would be fascinating that would be so much fun 
I need a I need a globe and some long pins, like stat. Right. <laughs> find find me some pins and string. Right We're doing meow. this. Right meow. Because it 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 totally could interconnect a lot more and become even beyond undoubtedly connected at that point. Right. Depending on what we were to see with that. That is correct. But there, but there are, that's, that's the biggest argument with the critics is that you literally can draw a line anywhere and things will fall within that line. But right. My counter argument is that you have to look at the significance of what is on that line. Like the Michaels line. Yeah. Yeah. Them that all is being related to Michael. Like that's very impressive. That's intriguing. That's important. Yes. That's almost deliberate. And so there's something to be said there. Maybe there's a historic story that goes with that. Why they put them in that line. Even if it's not for mystical other reasons, there's something there to be looked at and evaluated. Correct. And dismissing it does nothing good for us. If, no. If, if I'm drawing a line from Arby's to McDonald's and saying this is the fry conspiracy, <laughs> nothing's going to come out of it. Obviously, I can <laughs> You could draw lines around the world and match up McDonald's in every freaking country, and that would just be but looking, excellent. You have to look at context, historical significance, correct? Um, date of build. Did you know the Vatican put the Vatican where they put it because they wanted the pyramids to be between them and the Mecca, or you know, right? Like, there's there's reasons there to be looked at and talked about to understand more about the unwritten parts of history. Correct. And that's where the mystery comes in for me. Yeah, for sure. Like I would have so much fun doing like a little road trip on like one of those European ley lines. Like the Michael oh, yeah. Ley line. I mean, think about it. The just the historical significance and just the seeing those different um, historical buildings because a lot of them are ancient. And I wonder how many other really interesting historic things you'd see on that path that are maybe more known to just locals following that footpath to see what's, you know what I mean? Right. So it would be really enlightening. We should go have tea on a ley line. Just right. trek across a ley line. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, tea and ley lines, absolutely. Yeah. Sign me up. I'm there. I will do it. Yeah. That sounds so much fun. And it's just like we talked about last week when we were talking about ancient wonders. And, um, you know, the Pyramid at Giza, if you were to start a ley line from there and and fan it out, as it were, around the globe, Giza is literally the center of all the land masses. And so how can you argue with that, that that's just a coincidence? I, I think a lot of people have an easier time excusing really grand things like that one of two ways. They either say it's total coincidence and you're a nut for thinking it's anything more, or they say God's hand was there and and God did it. And for me, there's this third option of what knowledge did they possess? What interconnections did they have with each other that we – do not have record of that we don't understand because I know from like a reading standpoint and from 
loving history like I do, there is so many pieces of history that are just lost to us. Right. And so if you look at it at that perspective, it's like this could tell us a lot of things about that time and how they lived. Yeah. That we just don't know. Absolutely. Like. Absolutely. Crazy to me that people just dismiss it so lately. I I just think that the, the creator of the universe, the Alpha and Omega, there really is, he doesn't just throw things together haphazardly. It, he literally has a plan when he does something. Right. And I see, I follow something similar, but I believe there's this interconnected conscious of knowledge out there that we're all connected to. And I think that provides the way for all of us to understand each other and have these weird connections. And so I think stuff like that brings the God and the science together. Sure. In a really cool way. <laughs> kind of like Pandora. Oh, yeah. 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 Just Absolutely. Like sure. I love it. I love weird stuff like this. <laughs> it And it does. It blows my mind. And, and I really did want to just like have a tool that I could start lining different things up and see where they fell. And, you know, especially things like the, the land, the geographic points, like land points that are so fascinating to me, like Arches National Park. Like if you yeah. took the arch in arches and you drew lines through it, what else Berm- would you Bur- run into? Bermuda Triangle, yep. Grand Canyon, uh, yep. Mount Everest. I used to joke as a kid that Mount Everest was a result of someone just poking a hole and that created <laughs> and that created the Grand Canyon. And it just kind of pushed the matter through to the other side. <laughs> boop, boop. Exactly. <laughs> need my pins for yes, jenna <laughs> yes you do need your pins we're gonna find a way to do this because now i want to do I, this. i need a plastic globe <laughs> so um my my a beach ball there you go you know oh you know how you do paper mache you could get a beach ball but instead of doing the paper mache around it you could do a string um, ball because then you could actually run the strings through it bet yeah okay that's your next crafting project with your kids (laughs) all right kids time for more conspiracy crafts (laughs) (laughs) it's conspiracy crafting with amanda hi children today we learn how to take a casting of bigfoot's foot (laughs) tomorrow we're gonna do ley lines and see us next week for how to contact your local extraterrestrials (laughs) i think we have a new podcast actually it wouldn't work as a podcast you'd have to be like a a youtube yep a youtube channel (laughs) come on kids I'd have too much fun with that. Oh my Don't put ideas yacht. in my head. That is awesome. <laughs> I freaking love it. I love it. So I actually had a lot of references. Oh, I'm sure. A okay, lot of references us. for today. Um, and, and some of them are a little bit more obscure, but some of them aren't. So there's uh, geo, geographyrealm.com. Okay. Indie88.com. Oh, that's an obscure one. BBC.com. Nice. Wiki, wikipedia.org, of course. Yeah. Allthingsinteresting.com. Oh, I've used them before. Livescience.com. 
okracokeobserver.com, <laughs> otherworldlyoracle.com, Canaga TV, Canaga, Canaga dot TV. Totally weird, but that one I found some interesting stuff on. And then the ddominici.com. And the ddominici is that one that I was talking about where you can go and tell him, yeah, there's a man-built pyramid at this location. And he'll add it to his map. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He actually wants to see if there's other man-made pyramidal structures that line up on different lines so he's looking for as many resources as he can oh yeah i love that yeah i'm trying to i was trying to rack my brain and i was like are there any pyramidal structures in idaho or utah and i'm like if i build a popsicle one in my backyard can i (laughs) (laughs) I think you could try (laughs) he might be uh we'll add it to the list just in case yeah There's actually some that people have sent him that aren't man-made. They're like naturally forming. naturally forming structures that look so much like a pyramid that he's actually added them to his map. I love that. Right? I love that. I'd be interested in that. I'm going to have to go look at his website. I mean, who's to say that you didn't dig into that mound and find a pyramid. And, and find a pyramid. Yeah. A buried. I mean, what do you think happened in the Amazon when they were looking for, you know, the Inca and the Maya and we all just, of their structures? We they just, were all buried until somebody found them. At this point, I'm convinced we won't know anything until all of us get out a shovel and dig up everything. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> just take the top layer off. The top layer just, off. Whoosh. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll all work out. It, it'll be good. Yeah. We'll get sure. there. <laughs> so okay folks so i i hope you liked my um short and sweet episode on ley lines um i'm interested to see if there's like a ley line in my area so i'm going to actually be researching that m- more and i will do a follow-up if i find it heck yeah find it out i will yeah. let you guys know if i end up paper mache <laughs> paper mache the beach ball <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's very possible it'll be a 2 a.m project <laughs> where i just go manic <laughs> there you go uh please facebook instagram and if you live one of these near one of these cool lay lawn lay line structures tell us about it yeah yeah um there are some people so i i didn't include this in the in the um description but there are some people that report that when they stand on a ley line they can feel like a vibration or a hum yeah now I need to go find out if that hum that we talked about. The Taos hum? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heck yeah. Another another uh, episode? It's just my have to. We're going to keep talking forever, you guys. So follow us along on Spotify so that you always know when we're up to more zany activities. Yep. And hit us up next week for a new episode. Dun, dun, dun. I'm so yeah. excited. I am too. Catch you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.